And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Uniden America Studios, this is Red Eye Radio. All across the USA and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Download our Red Eye Radio app today. Listen when and where you want. If you can, listen live overnight to one of our great radio stations carries a show. Thank you so much to all those stations that do. Uh, here we go. There's the headline, no suspect yet in White House cocaine probe. <laughs> Still open and active. Well, we've been doing our own investigation here at Red Eye Radio. Investigative reporting at its worst. <laughs> And I've come to the conclusion that it can't possibly be Hunter Biden's cocaine because there were some left behind. (laughs) So it has to be somebody else's. That's when you you say to yourself, "Okay, who would have put it in there? Now, now, just so you know, and and I saw this last night, uh, Kaylee McEnany and um, I forgot his name. The other former Ari Fleischer, Ari Fleischer. Mm -hmm. Uh, who came out and said there are no cameras in that section. There are no cameras. Right. So that's one of the reasons. He goes, we hear everybody saying there's cameras. there, And they were in the White House, so they know there mm-hmm. are no cameras there. Mm-hmm. Which brings you to the next question, why not? Mm. What's the movie? Uh, uh, the John Grish- Grisham uh, one. Where remember the two Supreme Court justices are killed, and it's a oil guy who's a friend of the president. Oh yeah, which one was that? Oh, I can't think of it. Julia Roberts is in it. Pelican Brief. Yes, the Pelican yeah. Brief. And remember, in there, the one aide is looking, you know, down the hallway. He's in the camera room, mm-hmm. looking at all the cameras in the in you know in in the Oval Office. Yeah, you know, basically, it seems that there's cameras wherever, and so. Uh, that might have that might have helped give well, me the wrong and well the wrong impression or just the assumption no, that they have cameras everywhere, but apparently they don't. No, no, there were before Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> he ruined that for everyone. <laughs> and and so that's one of the things that 
uh, we didn't know. But the fact is, they know who came in and out. Yeah. During significant periods of time. You know who was present. But here's how I look at it. You say to yourself, okay, you're going to hide something. So you're coming in. Did you discover? Because even Ari Fleischer said, you know, it could be somebody who was a guest of some high-ranking White House official. Mm-hmm. Who is a is a is a guest, you know, coming in after hours. Well, do you just walk in? Do you go through the same type of machines, you know, you, you do at the airport? I saw Dan Bongino, who's former Secret Service, said nobody except the family gets in without being searched or going through everything. Well, those machines at the airport can tell if you have anything in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You get a bag of Coke, they can see it. Mm-hmm. Or it identifies it and they check your pockets. Mm-hmm. And so you just wonder how you get to that point. You know, it was in a cubby. What does that mean? What's a, what is in, in an office like that? What does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. A cubby hole or a cubby or whatever they were calling it. Mm-hmm. What is that in reference to? It was it on a desk. What? And, and so there's this story has changed so many times, but the fact that there are no cameras there does change, again, uh, the investigative process. Yeah. But, uh, you, but you can still narrow it down. But you say to yourself, okay, somebody who's on cocaine is all nervous. You just stash it in there. Because if you got through security and you got the coke on you, why, you know, why hide it somewhere where you know they're going to find it? Mm-hmm. Keep it on your person until you leave. Mm-hmm. Unless you're paranoid because you're all coked up in the White House. The White House. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of the first things, Try, if you're I'm, considering tr- it um, thoroughly, has has to be, would somebody have planted it there to make it look bad for Hunter? Because I stand by the... The idea that <laughs> Hunter doesn't leave any, well, any behind. Could it be the dealer making a delivery? Right. Or is everybody just doing cocaine <laughs> these days? <laughs> That's why it's no. Come on, guys, we're all we're all doing it. So what's the big deal? I mean, everybody's smoking weed, so why not? <laughs> I mean, who knows? Nobody's even brought up Kamala Harris's husband, but it, <laughs> but it, it does. I just, I just <laughs> threw that in randomly. <laughs> hey, everybody's a suspect, right? Excuse me, everybody is a person of interest. Yeah, I need to use the right until you know it. Everybody is a person of interest. When you think about it, you're saying. You're talking about the fact then that some guest of a high-ranking official could come in with anthrax and there are no cameras. We wouldn't know who did it. That's a very serious nature of this. Or or bring fentanyl in or whatever. Right. You're telling me security is that lax where you can bring something like that in? And I'm saying that lax because we're not even talking about – you know, you see, you go into sports stadiums now. You go into indoor arenas. They all have metal detectors now. Mm-hmm. They're checking. You got to empty your pockets. You've got to do 
all that. We're not talking about going into a sports stadium. We're not even talking about an airplane. My granddaughter's uh, graduation. You couldn't bring uh, bags in if they weren't clear. Yeah. And you went through. Yeah. Every, you had to go through and be. You had to go through the metal detector to get in. And so you know, you, you know, airplanes. We know you should go th- through there. This is the White House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you would expect that this could never happen. And still, that was the official statement yesterday. The uh, investigation is still open and active. Mm-hmm. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed, bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find Great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Uh, you know, the the go-to is Hunter. And Hunter's been spending a lot of time with his dad lately. <laughs> well, it does get to the other point, though. Who doesn't go through security? Who does not get the same security well, treatment? The immediate family. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and if it were someone else, we'd know by now because they'd be fired by now. If it's somebody outside of a family member, they, they're they already gone. And this White House would be very quick to go to the podium and say, we found the person responsible. That person has rights if they're going to be charged, so we're not going to name them. But they are, and now, an ex-employee or whatever role that they were in, and they no longer have access to the White House. Oh, uh, this uh, just in uh, the uh, White House announcing that uh, the suspect is the seventh grandchild. Mm. Yeah, it's (laughs) over and over again, uh, you know, you demonstrate how simple this process should be been well over a week now doesn't take that long and if it does take that long we've got a serious problem with security at the current white house yep they know by now 
I'm convinced they know by now. They know they have, at the minimum, they have a suspect or suspects. Yeah. I'm convinced they know. There's no, it's eight days, for God's yeah, sakes. right. They have access to all the technology. They don't, no, no cameras, but I mean. The longer they, it goes, they, the worse it looks. Yeah, and, yeah and, it does. And you can't get around that, and you want to stop this fire out quickly, except for if it's hunters. Or Hunter brought in a friend. You're with me. Hey, this person is with me. I mean, because you don't, there is no way around that one because he's been charged. He's supposed to go to, supposed to have a hearing in a matter of days on those charges. And if it belongs to Hunter, then... We're talking about a much bigger case against Hunter. Well, look, uh, bringing, for, for for most of us, bringing any type of illegal substance, number one, to most people, just carrying around an illegal substance. Yeah. If you're, if most, most people would be pretty paranoid to be walking around with a bag of cocaine. Yeah. Just with the fact that they might be caught and the serious penalties in most states... And Portland, no big deal. Mm-hmm. But in, in most other states, if you're walking around with a bag of cocaine and you get caught, that's jail time. Yeah. How come they haven't said how much cocaine? I've been wondering that myself. You know, you haven't heard that. I mean, was it a lot of cocaine? Was it right? Uh, a gram of cocaine? Was it personal I, I don't, I, I use don't, level? Yeah, I don't know the measurements of, of what is personal use or well then again it all depends on how big of an addict you are <laughs> mm-hmm. for personal use right that's my stash that looks like it's a ounce right well yeah that's a weekend um well it depends on who you are right no no i'm, I'm actually being serious yeah. if you're looking from the event we're joking a little bit but if you're looking at it from the investigative mind it does but most people are paranoid to walk around with stuff that's illegal to begin with so then you highlight it by the fact that it's somebody going to the White House. Is the average person going to make sure that they don't have their Coke when they walk into the White House? I would say yes, because the last thing you want is to be caught with cocaine by security or by the Secret Service inside the White House and face the publicity and the felony charge, which would certainly be coming if you were there. And so, so what does that tell you? So it means, well, it means either staff members that may not go through the same security, even though we're told they do, that the only people that don't go through that uh, heightened security each and every day would be family members, then if you know the security is so high and you're a staff member, you're not going to bring it in. You may leave it in your car and do a I was going to say a toke, but that's not, that's would be, that's the wrong mm-hmm. terminology. Mm-hmm. A toot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you may be a, you, you go out to your car and do it at lunch or whatever, but I would be paranoid to bring an illegal substance onto the White House property. So, even in my vehicle. I'd so, be, it's somebody that has great confidence that they're not going to be caught. 
Yeah, it but, has somebody but, but that then, has but then, no paranoia that they're going right. to be caught. But then putting it in the cubbyhole, do, doesn't that show? And again, I'm just trying to look at it from an investigative mind, law enforcement investigative mind. If you're, were you trying to hide it? Did you realize you have it and said, okay, I'm going to put it in here? And... Or it could have been one of those moments where, hey, we got to go and they're going to another place that's going to require a different level of security. And they've got to ditch it. By heading into the situation room. Oh, whoa. Right. Uh, here's a question. Was it found before security or after security? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody has actually said that out loud. I assumed that it's after security. That's I, I took it that Inside way. Inside the secured area. Right. I, I took it that way, but yeah. I haven't heard anyone actually state it was after security. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what is the proper protocol? I've not hear, heard any, but I've heard generalizations. Like I heard Bongino say, no, everybody gets searched. You just, well, how do you get searched? What is it? What is the protocol you go through? Is it like an airport where you have one of those imaging machines that knows if you have anything on you? Because they can, they'll pick up paper in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And that's why, for example, they have you hold if you have, if you've got, if you get to take your reading glasses off, you hold it in your hand and you hold it, or a boarding pass, you'll hold it in your hand, and they can still they'll notice it, but they'll they'll see that in your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I there's so I many there's there's so many questions. I mean, it it could be somebody that that thought they were going to come come back to that area, <laughs> but whoever it is, for whatever reason, had great confidence they weren't going to get caught. Clearly. Or they thought they were going to get caught. That's why they were getting rid well, that, of it. Well, that's what I mean, is that they brought it in in the first place right. thinking that they're not going to get caught. Well, who would that be? And then if you leave it somewhere, you ditch it. Were they about to consume it and they were interrupted? You know, you have to think about all these possibilities. But they believed they weren't going to get caught. They weren't. They didn't have that built-in paranoia. And like every of bringing it in in the first and, place. And like everything else, because it's not. You can't look at this, and this doesn't stand alone. This stands with everything else that goes on at the White House. You look at it, and the average person is going to say, "What's taking them so long to figure this out?" The longer it goes on, the more the continued perception that everything that happens in this White House is covered up somehow. Exactly. Whether it's true or not, right? the perception is there because everything else takes so long. It's like pulling teeth. You can't get an answer. You don't get a straight answer from law enforcement. So the opinion now is after eight days, we're really getting no information from the Secret Service. Is everybody covering for the Bidens? Well, and that's that's the perception that is out there at that point. Unless it's somebody close to the president, you would want to get out there and get in front of it and say, hey, we found yeah. the person responsible. They're no longer employed or whatever, and you're done with them. If it's somebody close to the president, you don't know how but the to pres- handle this. The president not even willing to address it at all, just no. walking away. Right. Be- that's the same behavior as exactly. not wanting to communicate or be transparent exactly. with the American people. Exactly. 86690-RED-EYE. We now have the ag trade numbers for the first eight months of the fiscal year, October through May. And in that trade update. Uh, a lot of negative numbers. 
USDA economist and trade tracker Bart Kenner says U.S. ag exports for October through May totaled just over $128.5 billion, 5% below the same time frame a year ago. It's the big downturn in bulk products that is the biggest mover of the the total export value. Bulk product sales down 8% from a year ago. Exports of wheat for October through May were $4.5 billion, down 4% from the same time last year. Corn exports were $9.8 billion, down 30%. And cotton exports were $4.6 billion, down 20% from last year. But soybean export values still 8% ahead of a year ago. Volumes, though, down 1%. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara. Well, the Hunter Biden prosecutor speaks again. Well, actually doesn't speak, but sends a letter uh, to uh, Lindsey Graham and really doesn't answer any of the questions that they asked him. Mm. So we'll get to the specifics of uh, of that uh, coming up here. Plus, we will tell you about the socialist that was run out of the Socialist Party for not being socialist enough, and this socialist supports Bernie Sanders. Yeah, but how socialist do you have to be in 2023 to be a socialist in good standing? Do you have to be more communist than just socialist? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In fact, communism is, they they believe, is too conservative. (laughs) Ha, ha. You got to go much further than communism. and Gary McNamara on Red Eye Radio. And he is Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. I just want to play this uh, uh, cut here, a quick cut, from uh, Kaylee McEnany yesterday, uh, former White House spokesperson for uh, Donald Trump, uh, mm. about you know how the cocaine might have got in the White House. So that is definitely the case. You could narrow down based on the area. So oftentimes in the Trump administration, we would send sit members of the press who are meeting with the president and the press room. So if it's found in the press room, you'd think, okay, maybe the press who has access to this room. It wasn't found there. You can rule out the press. Um, but then you have a series of deductive reasoning. At first, we're told it was in the library under the residence. All right, tourists walk through there. Then all of a sudden, the story changed. Now it's in the cubby holes right when you walk into the West Executive entrance. Now, staff brings their guests right through there. The, the staff guests are primarily who use that. 
But then all of a sudden, Sean, the story changes once more. Why does it keep changing? Now it's near the Situation Room, an area that only staff would have access to. So I would say at this point it would have to be a staff member if that reporting is true. There are no cameras inside the West Wing, so that makes it much more difficult. But sit down every staff member. This was on a Sunday. uh, Very light foot traffic. Sit down every staff member who had access to that area and try to figure it out. And I I assume that is exactly what the Secret Service is doing right now. Well, I would say... There you go. Yeah, okay. So that's one thing we learned. And I didn't see when this came up last week, I didn't see any headlines saying there are no cameras there because the media was asking that question with all well, the cameras. I, and- I, it, it's likely because the location changed. Yeah, that's a great point. Location As you pointed changed. out. Yeah, you're, yeah you know, that's and, a good point. And now yeah. if it's near the Situation Room, okay, yeah. West Wing, no cameras. Uh, so we narrow it down to staffers. And... A story that keeps changing like that reeks. Yeah, that's the thing. The story keeps changing. Nobody will talk about it. There seems to be no uh, concern that, oh, my gosh, what happened here from the president or anybody else? No. You, you would expect, because I think what the American people expect, what I expect, irrespective of who the president is, we're going to get to the bottom of this because – Somebody could sneak this white powder in. They could sneak some other white powder in, and we can't have that. Right. And so whoever we catch who has done this, we will prosecute to the – think about this. They haven't even said that. That would just be normal. This is a serious offense of what happened here at the White House, Mm -hmm. that cocaine was found in here. Not just because it's cocaine, but the fact that this got through uh, the security, and if cocaine could get through, fentanyl could get through which could be used to poison staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, fentanyl could come, could, could come through. Anthrax could come through. There's a number of chemicals that could come in. We take this seriously, and when we find out who did this, which we will, we will prosecute to the full extent of the law. Mm-hmm. That would seem to be the standard operating procedure, right, in this case? Most Americans would expect you've got none of that, absolutely none of it. There doesn't seem to be any sense of urgency coming from the White House itself. There may be urgency within the Secret Service, but you don't see that. But what what about the urgency from the president? None. Well, and and here's the thing, too. Uh, So the story is changing. They're clearly building a narrative. And they have to build a narrative that comes out as there was never a threat to the president. This person had limited access, which they didn't. They were in the West Wing. Uh, This person is new. This person is not there on a regular basis. You have to build it out in several degrees of separation from the president. Which is hard to do. And another question, too. Why would you move it over to the West Wing? If you're changing the story, why the West Wing? The only reason is because you can't have cameras on it. Because we can't have a story where that, that includes the possibility of security cameras catching the person. It's the only reason. Because finding it in the West Wing means it was more dangerous to the president. 
it was more of a threat. You know, that's why I, I don't. I'm, who who you are you saying is creating this narrative? Who is this? The entire Biden team. Okay. Because the locations are changing. Right. But why, the, why are you changing but, but the have, location? But having where it is now is a much more serious offense. So, the, be, which is exactly right. what I was saying. So saying, why which, do you why do you move it to the West Wing? The only reason you do is because there are no cameras there. Are you saying that the Secret Service is controlled by the president and the investigation? I believe the narrative is controlled by the president, no doubt. Right, because yeah. the Secret Service is the one who has stated where it mm-hmm. came from, mm-hmm. where they found yeah. Oh, yeah. The narrative is being controlled by the top. He's in charge. There's no doubt. Because otherwise, why is the location changing? Why why did it change so many now, times? I can't answer the question. Why did the, why did the story change? I'm just change? trying to figure out what your... What your theory is well that's all. we that's can't all. have it we can't have it be found where there are cameras and and there are too many washington insiders so it needs to be found in an area where there were no cameras that's the only reason for it to end up in the west wing which is inherently well, more dangerous than somebody than somebody committed obstruction of justice it, absolutely yeah <laughs> because that, if it well, was that would it, never happen because in the biden white house because if it was ever because if it was found in an area that was much more open to the public, uh-huh. the library, mm-hmm. see, I mean, that'd be the only thing that I would say that, well, no, if it was found in the library, then you could blame it on a number of people that might have been in that particular area. Mm-hmm. Except for if there are cameras there. Yeah, and I don't know if, if there are in the, is in the library right. or not. Right. So. So the but, only but reason if, you would move it to the West Wing, change the narrative to to where it is now found in the West Wing, is because there are no cameras. The there. only the only reason I wouldn't go along with that theory, if I from an investigative point of view, again we're just speculating here, is the fact that that it becomes much more serious being near the Situation Room, and mm-hmm. it actually focuses more in on the possibility that is a, that it is a a family member and a cover-up because they don't have to go through the same type of security and that would sort of defeat that narrative yeah unless it's a staffer like kaylee mcenany was trying to you know say that right it's a good chance it's a staffer and they try and dismiss this as which is what i was saying earlier dismiss it as well the staffer is brand new they were there when the president wasn't there uh they are no longer employed I mean, I fully expect that to be the case. They're going to and we're not going to name the person because the person has rights. If there are any criminal charges and blah, 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 blah. There's no reason to change the location of it. Where was it found? It's a simple question. And that answer has changed multiple Mm -hmm. times. Uh, All right. Finally, the whole uh, David Weiss situation here. Uh, two stories. United States uh, Attorney David Weiss admitted the FBI informant form alleging the Biden family bribes is part of the ongoing investigation, that there is an investigation going on. According to the House Oversight Committee, Republicans who reviewed the Bureau's FD-1023 form, an FBI informant claims to possess two pieces of evidence that show that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden received $5 million from the head of Burisma. Uh, the other story is the letter that David Weiss sent out yesterday. And uh, I'll read the review here from the editorial board of the Wall Street Journal. Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss keeps insisting he had complete authority to charge Hunter Biden now and where he wished 
So why is he so reluctant to answer questions from Congress? In a Monday letter to uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, Mr. Weiss repeats his recent claim to House Republicans that he had ultimate authority to charge the president's son while also providing a few more details. Mr. Weiss said he never requested a special counsel designation, but that he did have discussions with department officials about a potential appointment as a special attorney. The latter would have let him file charges in a district outside my own without the partnership of a local U.S. attorney. He says, I was assured that I would be granted this authority if it proved necessary. This conveniently gels with Attorney General Merrick Garland uh, claim that Mr. Weiss never asked for special counsel status but could have filed charges anywhere. Yet those claims conflict with the testimony of IRS investigator Gary Shapley, The tax specialist says a team of IRS, FBI, and Department of Justice officials last year were ready to charge Hunter with felony tax offenses in Washington, D.C. and California, and that Mr. Weiss told them in an October meeting that he had denied special counsel, he was denied special counsel authority from the main Department of Justice, and that he wasn't the deciding official on whether charges are filed, Mr. Weiss, last month settled the tax case in uh, Delaware in a deal that will likely let Hunter escape jail time. Mr. Weiss's letter does not say if that's what he told Mr. Shapley and others in October. Hmm. It also doesn't answer whether U.S. attorneys appointed by President Biden blocked Mr. Weiss from filing charges against Hunter in their D.C. and California districts. That That's Mr. Shapley's claim. And the New York Times reports it has confirmed the California part of the story. That undermines Mr. Garland's claim that the probe was free from political interference. If Mr. Weiss did have the freedom to ask for special attorney privileges, why didn't he pursue the charges that his team spent years investigating and recommended? In his letter, Mr. Weiss again refused to discuss anything further about his ongoing investigation But if he settled the case, why is it ongoing? Congress is the right to demand that Mr. Weiss answer its questions. So he puts out a statement which leaves you just more confused than you were before. That doesn't answer these specific questions that relate to Mr. Shapley's testimony. Yeah. At all. Right. Someone's lying. Yeah. I said from the very beginning. Yep. And finally, a member of the Massachusetts House has left Boston's Democratic Socialist of America's chapter before a vote for expulsion, Politico reported on Monday. The Boston Democratic Socialist Association has accused Democratic Massachusetts accused Democratic Massachusetts State Representative Mike Connolly, a self-proclaimed Democratic Socialist of violating numerous internal policies, including supporting more moderate Democrats and backing a rent control plan from Democratic Boston Mayor, the Democratic Boston Mayor, Political reported. Connolly, who's been a vocal supporter of Senator Bernie Sanders, ascended to the House in 2016 after defeating the incumbent. This will not change anything in terms of my policy preferences, Connolly told the Daily Caller. It would be unfair to my Cambridge and Somerville constituents to continue defending myself over the course of the next 
two to three weeks as this complicated and unprecedented voting process unfolded, especially when there's so much important work for us to do. I want to see the specific details, though, specifically why they why a socialist gets kicked out of the socialist club. Well, that's not detailed enough for me. I need to know the specifics. uh, Supporting more moderate Democrats. How dare you? Well, what's a moderate Democrat today? Tell me one that exists when every single Democrat except uh, Manchin votes that a biological male could be a biological female if they say so. Mm-hmm. And biological men should be able to use locker rooms and should be able to play sports and that children should be able to make the decision to commit self-mutilation. Tell me where the moderate Democrat is. No, that's a good question, but that's what they cite, you know. Oh, yeah. Supporting more moderate Democrats. That's why I want the specifics. Did they, did they get Mitt Romney on the phone? <laughs> Liz Cheney? No, I'm just joking. They're not moderate at all. Neither one of them. 866 red eye Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Hurley, and uh, I'm Gary McNamara. will be interesting to see how long this takes or whether this whole cocaine story just dies and goes nowhere. I mean, I, how long the president's in uh, for the uh, NATO meeting and everything with uh, and the, the absurd things of talking climate change with John Kerry and the U.K. energy minister who definitely disagrees with John Kerry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact... When he looks at the mindset of the United States and what the Biden administration wishes to do uh, to accelerate towards green energy, as he stated the other day, it's idiotic, as he stated yesterday. Right. So, uh, uh, you know, will the discussions of what's going on there, uh, will we forget about the cocaine? Nope. Nope. It will stay because, well, it's... For a lot of people, it's humorous. And if you don't close the door on it and bury it once and for all, it won't go away. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord! We get it! They have chemistry! Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. 
The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.